are listening to the She Means Profit podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com contributor. She Means Profit is a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners just like you become a master at your finances without confusion so that you can increase your profit and net worth. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I'm sharing with you real and actionable advice that will give you the tools to take your financial power back. Let's make some major money moves together. Welcome to episode 156 of She Means Profit, the podcast that speaks to business owners about how to build wealth for yourself through your business. And we are in the fall and the fall is a busy season for many businesses. And the fall can literally make or break your year. So preparation is absolutely imperative to optimize the profit in your business and to make money. So if you missed last week's episode, episode 155, I suggest you tune in because I've given you some great tips on preparing for the fall. If you haven't started to prepare for the busy season yet, I suggest that you do so because you don't want to hit, especially Black Friday, unprepared. So the fall is also my very favorite time of year. So those of you who know me know that I absolutely love the fall. It's kind of sad to say goodbye to summer and lazy days by the pool and stuff like that. But fall to me, it's like a new year for me. And I absolutely love the weather in Canada in the fall. It gets cooler during the days, but not too cool. There's no humidity. It just feels fresh. And the nights are much cooler and the leaves are changing and everything's like reds and yellows and oranges. I absolutely love it. So to me, fall is very relaxing. There's nothing better than having like a campfire out in the fall season, which we used to be able to do, but I really miss that now. And travel season is coming up. So there's a few places that I want to travel to this year for business. And one of them is Austin. My book launch strategist is holding an event in Austin, and I've never been there. So I'd love to see her and check out the event and check out Austin. And then the other one is in Orlando. I've been to Orlando many times when the kids were young, and I've been there as a kid myself. Obviously, these were trips to Disney World, but it will be my first time in Orlando with no plans and no interest in Disney. So if there's other things to do in Orlando other than Disney, please let me know. I try to get Jamie to go with me, and Jamie's my husband, but he's so hesitant to travel, so I tend to go on these work trips solo. It's a nice getaway, but you know, it's not super fun traveling by myself, but the days are so busy that you just don't feel it. We will be taking a trip down south this year in the winter sometime, or at least I hope so. Anyways. It's Thanksgiving, the day that this podcast is released. So for those of you who don't know, Canadians celebrate their Thanksgiving a lot earlier than Americans. So basically, that's my little update. I'd love to hear where you're traveling. If you're going to any conferences and you want to share them and you think they're fantastic, please let me know. I'm always on the lookout to learn and grow and just meet new people. So let's get into it today. I want to talk to you about common mistakes that I see small business owners are making that's costing you thousands of dollars. So being a business owner is challenging enough and 
making mistakes is absolutely normal for a business owner to do, right? It's all about making mistakes and learning from those mistakes. But you also want to avoid costly mistakes if you can, because big mistakes, big money mistakes can set you back financially and threaten the survival of your business. So I'm going to share with you some tips to avoid. Every business owner has made mistakes along the way, but the secret to success is learning from each mistake. I've made tons of mistakes and believe me, I've made a lot of expensive mistakes and I have learned and grown from them. I tend to be a spender, which I'm not proud of and I definitely don't recommend. I just don't recommend it and I really don't encourage it with my clients or anything, but it's been a struggle for me. I love to spend money and I have to reel that back in because I find a lot of the things that I've been spending on in the coaching world just aren't giving me that return on investment that I've been promised. The more I learn about the coaching world, the more I'm kind of like backing away because it just doesn't feel right to me. It's not aligned with my values. And besides most of you guys, you listeners and clients and readers and consumers of my content, you're product-based businesses. And it's a very different world for a product-based business or a professional service-based business where you offer your professional service plus products. Anyways, get back to the mistakes and a lapse in judgment when making financial decisions can set you back financially. So admittedly, each mistake is a valuable lesson. And as long as you're learning from those lessons, if you've made these mistakes, I don't want anybody to feel shame or embarrassment. These mistakes aren't to call anybody out because like I said, I've made tons of mistakes of my own. And I'm sharing these mistakes with you because I've seen my clients do them or I've done them myself. So let's get into it. The top mistake that I've seen is my clients not having a budget. This one significant mistake small businesses make is an expensive mistake. Without a budget, you cannot see clearly where your money is going or have a plan for where you want your money to go. Because a budget provides a framework for how you want to structure your business. When people hear the word budget, it brings up so many negative connotations, which is why I like to call it a business financial plan. Because people think budget, it's very constricting. But I don't like to budget like that. What I like to do is show you what all your expenses are and what you need to earn to be able to cover all those expenses plus make a profit. So, Looking at a budget is really looking at where you are currently. And then what you do is you set yourself up with a forecast that forecasts out 12 months in advance. So basically what you're doing is you're creating your revenue goals and your expense goals to ensure that you've got net profit margin. And that's what you work towards each month to attain. If you don't reach your goals, you know why, and you can look at your numbers and change what's going on in your business because your numbers will tell you what's going on. Like if you're spending too much on advertising or salaries or consultants or whatever it is that you're spending on, or if you're not making enough revenue to cover all your expenses. So when you look at a budget, you get that feedback of what's going on in your business and you can make the corrections in your business so that the next month will be a better month financially. So without having this budget, which is a critical tool in your business, you're going to risk overspending, taking on too much debt, 
or failing to invest in key areas that would improve your business. I always say numbers don't lie. And you are going to see that when you get into the habit of having a business financial plan and then monitoring your performance against that plan each and every month, that is going to help you on the trajectory to profit because profit is what you want to make in your business. Profit is not greed. What profit does is it helps you cover all your expenses so that you are earning extra money. That profit can be put back into your business so you can grow your business without having to take out loans or get cash infusions or what have you. Because when you're bootstrapping, you want to be building your business through the profit and not have to deal with lenders or investors. Because believe me, doing it yourself is so much easier and less hassle than having to do it from, first of all, when you borrow from banks, you have to pay interest. And that's really a penalty, right? Your interest expense is just another business expense and it's gone. Or if you get investors, then you have to report to these investors. A lot of people don't realize that. But your performance, you have to report to them your business performance. So when you are bootstrapping your business, you're basically building your business without having the hassle of having to report to anybody. Okay, another tip is failing to track your expenses. This is a common mistake that many business owners make. Tracking your expenses allows you to understand how much you're spending and where your money's going. So it's really part of not having a budget, but I feel it's important enough that I have to pull that out and talk about it because your expenses is, they can get out of control. And this is one where I speak from experience, where it's like, I get caught in the shiny object syndrome and I'm like, oh, I need that for my business or, oh, I need that. That looks great. But really, what does it do? Does it move the needle? No, not really. It's just basically adding to a big pile of stuff that I'm not really using. So failing to track your expenses, as you won't understand if you're not looking at your expenses, how quickly all these things add up. Or subscriptions are a culprit too, right? When you've got all these subscriptions for anything that you've signed up for, and you don't realize that you're still paying for these subscriptions, that adds up too. That adds up hugely. You could be investing thousands of dollars into subscriptions that you're not tracking and you don't even use half of them. Be mindful of that. So this can definitely help you identify areas that you can cut in your business expenses and use that money to invest more efficiently into your business. Use it for things that you could actually use instead of spending money on things that really aren't giving you the ROI that you need. So without proper expense tracking, you may be overspending without realizing it. And that just leads to missed opportunities to save your money and take that money and invest it in areas that will actually help you grow your business. So the next one is number three, and this one is huge. I see this happening a lot with my clients, and it's about pricing products or services profitably. So many small businesses fail to price their products or services correctly. And if you haven't grabbed a copy of or downloaded the private podcast that I have, unlock your profit potential with these smart pricing strategies. So that's the name of the private podcast that I have. I'll leave a link in the show notes, but you can sign up for that. It's completely free. And there's three podcast episodes along with a workbook that is going to work with you through the pricing process in your business. So it's getting really detailed nitty gritty 
because pricing is absolutely important because it's basically the top tier of your business. If your pricing is off and you're not pricing profitably, you're setting your business up for disaster. So underpricing your products or services could mean that you're not making enough profit while overpricing them also results in lower sales and loss of customers because they're like, why would I pay more? What is it that you're offering that I can't get for less? So accurately pricing your products helps maximize sales and profits. So this is really, really important stuff. So if you have, I'm not going to get into it in too much detail today because I do have that freebie. So if you haven't downloaded the free podcast series, the pricing podcast series, it's private. So you're not going to see it in the list of She Means Profit podcast. You have to download it specifically. You have to sign up for it and download it. And when you listen through that, you will have an excellent roadmap to get your pricing profitable. Okay, now the fourth tip I have for you, and I say this a lot and there's no judgment, it's letting emotions get in the way. It is so common for business owners to look at money and get very emotional about it. It's a fact. We as humans, as much as money is a tool, we are emotionally invested in money. And to recognize that and try to separate your emotions from making smart business decisions will help you propel your business. It's easy to get tangled up in the web of emotions that come with running a business because we all know there's a lot of highs and lows. But if you let those emotions get the better of you, that can be an extremely costly mistake. And why is that? Because your emotions affect your decisions and cloud your judgment. So if you're in a panic state, that's panic as an emotion, and you make a decision based on absolutely no feedback, you're just making a decision based on your feeling that you need to either stop running ads or change your offer, or we've all been there, decrease your prices, whatever it is that put you in a panic situation, you need to take a step back and look at your numbers before you make those decisions. Because making decisions on emotion is not going to be in the best interest of your business. So approach all decisions with a clear and level head. And sometimes it's more difficult than other times. So if you find you're in a reactive mode, take a step back, go for a walk, run or do whatever, and then come back to the situation when you've calmed down and look at it. Try to separate the emotion from the decision that you have to make because your emotion will likely get you to make poor business decisions. Okay, and the final tip I have for you today is, and this one's a big one. Obviously, She Means Profit focuses on this a lot. So the tip I have is to use the data to improve your business. We get data constantly. We're bombarded with data, but your numbers don't lie. And ignoring the insights of those numbers can be a costly mistake because what happens is the data is telling you what's going well and what's not working so you know what needs to be fixed. So I'm not talking about just financial data. I'm also talking about marketing data. So your business needs to use the power of analytics to identify the areas where you can improve. And I don't mean like you have to go out and get data analytics or use AI and stuff like that, because I don't have a whole lot of confidence in AI right now for interpreting financial data. You have to look at your numbers and understand what's going on. This is something that I've really started focusing on in the Cash Confident Framework course. I mean, I've always focused it on the financial data, but I'm pulling in the marketing data as well, because 
sales and financial information are so related. And there's so much data you can get from your marketing and sales efforts. So you know what you need to change in order to improve your sales and marketing efforts. And then when you improve that, you improve your financial data as well. So it's basically all together. And I focus on this. So when you leverage the insights from data, you make better decisions. You can optimize marketing campaigns, sales campaigns, and your financial performance overall. So data needs to be your friend. I understand a lot of you are afraid of numbers. I would be afraid of numbers too if I didn't know what was going on, right? Because it can be totally overwhelming. And actually, here's the honest truth for me. I hated marketing, absolutely hated it. And if you've known me for a few years, you will know that. I got to know my numbers, my marketing numbers, and it literally transformed my business. So knowing your numbers, whether they're marketing, financial, and I'm hoping that they're going to be both because we're going to focus a lot more on that now. So when you know your numbers, you can make smarter decisions to help improve the profitability of your business. The bottom line today is that you really need to be aware of these common mistakes to ensure that you not only avoid them, but you can build and grow your business successfully. As you work towards growing your small business, make sure you're aware of these mistakes and avoid them. Now, if you forget and you do end up in that mistake, don't feel bad about it. Don't beat yourself up about it because as I mentioned, business is all about making mistakes and learning from them. But if we can avoid really costly mistakes, let's do our best to avoid them. But the reality of it is your business is growing and changing. You are growing and changing. This is going to be constant. So mistakes will happen and we learn from them because that's the benefit of making a mistake. So today has been absolutely fantastic to spend time with you. I hope you've taken away some great information. And a reminder to you, if you feel like you are ready to take the next step to work with me, I have the Cash Confident Framework course that you can sign up for and get the digital courses plus all the workbooks and templates and stuff. And I also am in the group regularly with office hours and I'm going to start introducing some special trainings. So I hope to see you in there. Or if you feel that you need to work one-on-one, that you want more eyes and hands-on in your business, you can apply to work with me. I work with a handful of people and I love to work with really ambitious business owners. So if you're interested and you feel like you fit that bill, apply and we will meet and talk about if we're a good fit or not. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for joining us on the She Means Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, I ask you to hit subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Melissa Houston CPA and join us in our She Means Profit Facebook group.